listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of E Pluribus Unum. In honor of Thanksgiving, we're going to talk about gratitude, a very important character trait that a lot of us know is important, but maybe don't apply regularly in our lives and or as fundamentally. So we're going to talk about why it's important and maybe some ways of applying it. As usual, I like to connect the topic with something from either the Torah or just Jewish tradition, Jewish wisdom, and today is no different. So there is a collection of wisdom called Pirkei Avot, in English, Ethics of Our Fathers, and it's six chapters of just collective wisdom from various authorities on everything in life, and there are different They're just quick little sayings, things that you can remember, and things to think about as one lives one's life. So there is one, again, that is perfect when we're talking about gratitude. It's from the fourth chapter. It's the first verse, and it is, who is rich? He who is happy with his lot. Meaning, what does it mean to be rich? It means to be satisfied with what you have. We, of course, think of rich as people who have a lot. But often people who have a lot just constantly want more. Nothing is ever enough. In their minds, they actually don't have a lot, so they are not rich. But those of us who can be happy with what we have, we're always rich. And we talked about envy earlier in the week, and gratitude and envy tie in. I mean, they tie in with each other. If you have gratitude, if you're grateful for what you have, you're not going to be envious of others. Sure, there are going to be things you want, you know, that super cool car or a big house, but it will probably be more of a motivation of, oh, there is this thing that I want, I'm going to work towards it because it would be nice to have a vacation home, it would be nice to have a sporty car, it would be nice to have the latest iPhone, whatever the thing is, but you're not going to sour your own mind by looking at people who have more and thinking, oh, why don't don't I have that thing? It's not fair that they have that thing and I don't have that thing. It's more like, I'm happy with what I have, but sure, it's often nice to have more. The issue isn't wanting more. It's being grateful, truly grateful and being comfortable with what one has, which is not easy because we are, maybe we're programmed this way or maybe it's just a default for so many people that we don't see the things that are good in our life, or we take for granted the things that are good in our lives, and all we see are the things that are missing. Dennis Prager calls that the missing tile um, syndrome. Uh, I think so, the missing tile syndrome, that we, like if you're looking up at a ceiling, and it's a beautiful ceiling with all these tiles, you're going to notice someone that's missing, instead of the fact that, oh, all the other ones are beautiful. We always notice what's missing. But why? When we have so many things to be grateful for, even if one's life is like a bad country song or an old country song, you know, my wife left me, my dog died, and I can't get a job, and my truck broke down. Even if everything is bad, I bet there are still things that we can be grateful for. What about the fact that we're healthy? or that we can walk, maybe we have a talent for singing and people love to hear us sing, or we have some other athletic ability. Everything we have is something to be grateful for. I think the problem is that 
when we have something, we grow accustomed to it and then we take it for granted. There's this thing I've noticed about myself, and I think it illustrates this point really well, in that, for instance, I was always a good student in school. So I just sort of took it for granted that I was a good student, and I didn't think much about the fact that I was a good student. And when I saw other people doing better, I assumed that they were doing something that I couldn't, not in an envious way, just in a way of not giving myself credit for my own skills or talents because I was used to them, not realizing, oh, my knack for organization or the way that I write essays is just because I'm used to it doesn't mean it's not a skill that I can be grateful for or something even to be proud of. And then other people's work habits, because they're different from mine, I recognize them. It just comes back to what we are used to, we take for granted, and we don't see as special. I think that's especially true in a place like the United States, where we have some, we have freedom of speech, or we have the ability to choose whatever job we want, or go to whatever college we want. We take all these things for granted, and then we look for all of the things that are missing, or all of the problems, instead of saying, well, freedom of speech, we can criticize the government and not be put in a work camp or not have some other punishment. That's no small thing. That's actually a huge deal. But when we're used to something, we take it for granted. I'm used to the fact that I write well, so I take it for granted. And when people are really good at math, I'm astounded and think, wow, they're so talented. And then I realize, oh, what I can do is also a talent. Just because I'm used to it doesn't mean it's not a talent. It's just something that I am familiar with. And the same thing with the little things in our lives. The fact that I am able to speak this podcast and you are able to listen to it. So I have a mouth that can make speech that's intelligible. You have at least one, most likely two ears that can hear. You have a phone on which to listen. You might have headphones that you're listening with. Maybe they're AirPods and those are new and fancy, right? Maybe you're listening in your car. So you have a car that works. You're driving somewhere, which means you have things to do and places to go or people to see. All of these things are, you have fingers that had to type in e pluribus unum or that had to, you know, and then hopefully click the subscribe button. And then hopefully also like typed in a review and rated it five stars because, you know, fingers can do a lot of amazing things. And we all have so many things to be grateful for from the very second that we wake up, from the fact that we wake up, but we're used to it. Well, obviously we breathe because we need to breathe to live. but. Not everyone has such an easy time breathing. What about just someone who's asthmatic? They can also breathe, but it comes more laboriously to them sometimes. Or someone who has allergies, they can breathe, but breathing in certain things is going to cause them to sneeze or get hives. Everything in life that is good is a blessing, or if blessing is too religious for you, is lucky, you know, and we should... Be grateful for it because there are always people who don't have what we have. And I don't think that to be grateful, you have to compare yourself to people who have less. But I do think that that's a very quick and easy tool for a lot of people to work on gratitude is is to compare oneself to others. Because recognizing all of the things to be grateful for in in one's life, even though they're simple things, it's not I'm not saying it's a simple thing for us to do. I'm just saying it's an important thing for us to do. So whatever way that we can figure out to focus 
on the good and be grateful. So if that means comparing ourselves to people who have less, you know, if you want to compare yourself to someone who lives in a third world country and doesn't have clean running water or someone who unfortunately has some physical limitation that doesn't allow them to do your fit, you know, if you like to snowboard and you know some think about someone who can't snowboard because of some physical limitation. You can either find a real person. I mean, go walk, unfortunately, down the streets in not just every major city, but even small cities in the U.S. And you're going to see homeless people lining the streets, you know, sleeping outside. They're dirty. They're filthy. Unfortunately, a lot of them have mental disabilities that make it impossible or really hard for them to function. And some of them have drug, all sorts of problems that people have that we don't. So it's not so hard. You don't even have to imagine some fake person whose life is really rotten. Just go walk outside. And of course, there people are going through all sorts of things that we don't even know, which is why, well, this is where gratitude again ties into the episode on envy on Monday, because we envy people who have more. We want the things that they have. But what about the, I mean, you hear all the time, right? The stories of very rich families where the parents don't really get to spend time with the kids and the kids aren't really raised by the parents and their marital problems and there are all sorts of things. And then there might be a family who's not so rich, maybe even poor, but they have very strong family ties. So who has it better? I guess you have to choose. Part of gratitude is choosing what's important to you in life. And if you really think that having a bunch of material possessions is the way to have a good life and be happy in life, and you don't have all those things, then yes, it is hard to be grateful. But if we can recognize that the things like family and good friends and good health, which are all things this year, especially people have been talking about every commercial on TV is about this year is about family and we're reconnected to what's important. We realize what's important. Do we truly realize what's important? Family, friends, health, creative pursuits are things that are important things that interest one's mind. There are all sorts of things that don't cost money, but that are probably being a good person. All these things are more important than having a lot of stuff or being rich. And we know it, right? We say things like money can't buy happiness or money won't solve problems. And yet then we're envious of people who have a lot of money and not grateful for the stuff that we have. So we know it, We just have to live it. And maybe it's not easy to live that way. I do think it's very helpful. If we put the world in perspective, it's much easier to have gratitude, either in a personal sense, you know, I can walk, I can breathe on my own, I have working eyes, I have all of my senses, as opposed to someone who doesn't, but also sort of on a global sense of being aware that so many bad or unfortunate things happen in the world. So the odds of good things happening to us, as Jordan Peterson likes to point out, are so crazy low. The odds of something good happening to us because there's so much opportunity for bad stuff to happen that anytime something good happens, it's a cause for celebration. And something good doesn't have to be a promotion or, I don't know, winning the lottery. Something good can be making a new friend or finding a new recipe that you really like or learning to tap dance. It can be something, and even those are kind of big accomplishments. It can just be waking up in the morning and having an opportunity to live another day and to be a bright spot in people's lives. Everyone has something to be grateful for, every single one of us, and we just have to focus on the good 
instead of the negative. It also helps to be religious. You can obviously have gratitude without being religious, of course. But if you have faith that God is directing the world, then you can understand that the things that happen in life, that there's a reason for them. So there's a reason one person might be very rich because God is trying to give them an opportunity to use their money to help others. All I know is that he directs things. And if you believe and trust in that, it does help to be grateful because you recognize that everything comes from God, every good thing in your life. So that's something being grateful is just like a constant thank you to God for giving you whatever the blessings are in your life. And if the blessings are the fact that you can walk and you can talk and you can smell Bath and Body Works candles and taste a delicious bowl of macaroni and cheese, then that is certainly something to be grateful for and to have gratitude for and to celebrate. And finally, of course, if you have gratitude, you're going to be happier because it's one of those things that's so obvious I almost don't know how to explain it, but I guess it's because when you have gratitude, you're not always looking at what's missing. You're looking at what you have that is good. And when you're looking at good, you're happy. And we have the choice. It's really not about what happens in life. It's about how we react to it. We have the choice to be grateful and to be happy for the things in our life or to be miserable because other people have more. We have the choice to be happy and to be grateful. So I guess I leave it up to you. Hopefully we all choose to be happy. And one other note on gratitude, since we're talking about it, we should try to say thank you more. It's probably another tool for getting into this gratitude mindset. And of course, we're all told to say please and thank you. And we probably do when we're out at a restaurant or when someone holds a door open for us, you know, to strangers. But to family, after a while, family, you know, if you ask your mom for a glass of water, she's going to get it for you. Or if you ask your brother to take out the trash, okay, that one he's probably not going to do. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, when we, we're used to our family doing stuff for us because family loves us, we forget to say please and thank you. But no one has to do anything for us, even our family who loves us. So every time we... Every time they do something for us, we should say, thank you. And that will remind us, oh yes, I should be grateful. And this is not something to be expected, but something I'm lucky to have a mom who wants to take care of me or a brother who wants to do a kindness for me. How grateful I am for that. And then we say thank you to them. And it's it's interesting. As little kids, we're told to say please and thank you sort of for the other person and we should because we should show our gratitude to the people who do us kindnesses but as we grow older i think saying thank you is sort of a reminder to us that we should be grateful for the things that people are doing for us so that's it on gratitude for today thank you so much for listening i hope everyone had a very happy thanksgiving and i'll see you next time Thank you for listening to E Pluribus Unum. I hope today's episode made you think or brought some clarity and positivity to your day. Subscribe to the show to always get the most recent episode directly to your device. Please leave a rating and a review and share the show with your family, friends, or anyone you think might benefit from a little Torah wisdom and conservative thoughts. 
For more of my thoughts and ideas I share from others, please follow me on Instagram at conservativejewishfemale or read my blog conservativejewishfemale.blogspot.com. The intro-outro music is Chopin's Waterfall Etude. Have a great day!